Hi there and welcome to Toolkit Radio, a Pappy Machinery podcast where we dive into questions and topics provided by you, the listener. The purpose? To give you the tools necessary to get the most out of your John Deere equipment. I'm your host and digital marketing content strategist for Pappy Group, Cody Worth. And a few times a month, I'll be joined by my colleague and John Deere equipment expert, Sawyer Meek, to have a conversation around the common questions, equipment use, seasonal subjects, product releases, and whatever else you happen to ask us about. Today on our kickoff episode, Sawyer and I will be discussing his experience with John Deere equipment, along with his time working with Pat Bay and how a recent sales program fueled the creation of this series. In the back half of the show, we're going to be chatting about a few of the topics that we covered in the first few videos of the Toolkit video series, which you can find on the Pat Bay Machinery Agriculture and Turf YouTube channel. We thank you for joining us today and for the resounding support we've received for the Toolkit so far. We're extremely excited to be expanding this fairly young series into podcasting and hope that you'll be able to find insight wherever you're at. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. All right, so this is the first episode of the Toolkit here. I got Sawyer on the line. Hey, Sawyer, how's it going? Going pretty good, Cody. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a bright, sunny Monday over here in Eugene, thankfully. For those that have been following along with us, we've launched the Toolkit on the Pappy Machinery Agriculture and Turf YouTube channel. Sawyer is the star of that series, a territory manager for the Pappy Machinery location in Donald, Oregon. Most people might not actually know who you are, though, Sawyer. So can you just give me a little bit of background about yourself and how you ended up working at Pat Bay? Yeah. So after college, uh, I was looking to get a job in the ag and turf segment. And uh, my uncle actually worked for Pat Bay Machinery. And he got me through the door to start in shipping receiving. And so that would be about four years ago. I mean, up in July. And I started there and slowly worked up, working through parts, helping in service, getting into the sales realm and just learning the equipment step by step uh, to where I'm at today. Yeah, absolutely. Is that typically how people start off at Path A is going from kind of the, the intro level all going all the way through so they understand everything? Usually that's the way we like to work the company, depending on the background. We have some people like farmers who have farmed for 30 years and so they go straight into being a technician. That's someone, you know, very valuable. Sometimes you need people to kind of learn the ropes and learn exactly how the company works in order to be successful. We really like to hire within. But if somebody has a background, you know, that we could admire and have on our team, we definitely bring them on board. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense to me. So you said it's coming up on four years in July here. That's a long time. You worked your way up from kind of the beginning there. What is it that you've enjoyed about being with the company? And maybe what are some of the difficulties you've experienced at the same time? Just jumping from department to department has been difficult for me, but it's also been challenging in a way that I'm learning our system. I'm learning the new equipment. John Deere comes out with new equipment almost every year. So getting to learn that and make the equipment better for the customer, that's really what drives me. Staying with Pap A, I mean, we're a company that's been around for the last 80 years and it's still family owned. And to me, you know, that's something I can really stand behind the family owned company the John Deere green and quality of product. All those things are something that you want to give to a customer to know that you can support them in the best way possible. So they're backing up what they're saying is basically what you're saying, right? They've been around for a long time. You're able to get behind what they're selling. And that makes it a lot easier to put it out there and put it in the customer's hands. Yeah. So now, right, we've been working on projects here consistently for a while. It's been crazy for you. I feel like every time I talk to you, it's just been insanely busy. What is it about the ag and turf industry 
in your location, maybe that it just also ramps up when spring hits. I mean, being in the North Willamette Valley region and Pacific Northwest as a whole, you really never know what the weather is going to do. We have a general idea for spring and summer, but I mean, when the weather changes and it rains and all of a sudden it's sunny for a nice couple of days, stuff's growing. So whether it's mowers or, you know, something out in the field, I mean, people got to keep up and keep moving. It's starting to change where people want everything done really fast. So, I mean, you, we got to grind out work and to keep up with the demand of everybody. Yeah. Would you recommend some people then come in the off season? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we have our winter specials. So like winter for us is like November to the end of February. And we do, you know, service specials, even purchasing specials, free pick them and delivery is one of them. It's, it's a good time for us because it's a very seasonal work, but it also keeps us moving just because we want to keep you moving just as much, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all year round, right? I think people forget that they can get something when it's the off season. It just becomes top of mind when the sun comes out and they're like, oh, shoot, that my, my garden needs to be filled. My lawn needs to be taken care of. I need to go do this. And it just kicks everything into high gear. Yeah. Really brings everybody out of the woodwork. But a lot of people don't know we have a lot of good specials in the winter, too. We're just working on, you know, with marketing and everything to let people know. And that's kind of why we started these projects. Yeah, and that's perfect. Speaking of projects we've been working on, the toolkit has been a pretty beefy one. It actually started way back in October of 2018. It recently launched on our main Papi Group Facebook page, Instagram, and our Papi Machinery Agriculture and Curve YouTube channel. But since it ended up starting so long ago, Sawyer, can you kind of just talk a bit about how you ended up getting roped into this whole thing? Yeah. So we actually brought in another group to help us kind of reach out to customer base. We wanted to generate some new ideas on how to help customers because we've kind of come to the conclusion that nobody likes to read a manual anymore, or I'm guessing they never did. Um, so we started making these videos showing how to operate equipment, maybe the best way or best practices when using equipment. And then we also want to reach out and shout out for the customers that are joining our Pape family. So we kind of came up with the idea of making videos for YouTube, generating our Facebook and Instagram pages, because everybody you know wants to be known, wants to be heard, and maybe even wants to share their story of how they came to decide on a John Deere tractor and work with Pape machinery. And so the main focus, again, is reaching out with customers sharing uh, their experiences, and then also providing a platform for them for help if they need it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and since then, that whole pilot has like run its course, but we're still working on this stuff. Kind of what you said there, benefiting the customer, giving them a platform. Is that really the main benefit as to why we're still working on these episodes and topics? Yeah, absolutely. I think we've had some great feedback. There's just for like an example, when you're uninstalling a loader, or a mid mower. It's not easy at the first time you do it. And it takes some repetition. And not everybody can just read a manual and learn how to do it. So we made these videos to benefit the customer, to show them, hey, that's actually really easy. Here's a six step process. If you have any further questions, I mean, reach out. But I mean, it makes it easy for everyone. So we always generate new ideas or even customers come up with some. And that way we can better serve them. Yeah, it's it's given them something where it's it's an introduction. It makes it easy for them to go, okay, now I can tackle this thing. And with the John Deere tractors, at least what I've seen, because I've learned while working on this with you, 
is that once you kind of get an idea around how one thing works, it's pretty simple to start understanding how the rest of it works. So now you're the host of this thing. You're basically the face I, we've had from other locations, people coming and going, hey, is Sawyer here? And they're like, no, he's, he's at the Donald location. He doesn't work here. Did you ever see yourself becoming basically your YouTube personality now? Do you ever see yourself becoming a, a host like that? No, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> it's been kind of fun. It's different. I mean, I'm still nervous whenever I'm in front of the camera or even now on the phone, but I got to remind myself, like I'm doing it for the people and our customer base. And I mean, that's, what's fun and exciting. And it's definitely a new challenge. And I mean, working together on this, I mean, you've probably learned from me that it's like, I'm going to face the challenge and I'm going to get it done. So you're, you're taking on so much all the time, dude. And it, it's funny because you are kind of a natural in front of the camera. It's weird how it only usually takes about two takes and then we're done, which makes it nice that we're not out there all day. <laughs> uh, aside, from, <laughs> aside from being in front of the camera, has there been any, any other hurdles in creating this content that you've seen or kind of had to deal with? Not too big of hurdles. The big thing is, I guess, would just be fitting it into uh, my daily job here. This stuff we're doing on the side, it is a second project where my main priority, you know, is selling equipment, helping the service and parts department or other projects from PAPE. But making this video or the equipment hasn't been a terrible hurdle. It's been more fun. And I'm just trying to fit that fun into the, the daily work life. Sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. No, and I know I appreciate it that you take the time to, to do this and help me out. And it's, it has been a lot of fun. So yeah, and like you said, your first priority is being a salesman up there. You're talking to the customers, you're helping the service guys, everything on that front. With this whole project, you started taking on basically running your locations, Instagram and Facebook pages, something that we hadn't really done for Pape before. Do you think that's been maybe a benefit for you and actually getting to interact with the customer and help everyone at the location understand what's going on? Yeah, I think it's actually been really beneficial for the customers, but then also some of our employees whether it's the shop or the parts guys, some of them like to get involved on the videos. They want to learn the equipment more, which is great because then they have a better understanding of how something works or they can explain it to the customer. Getting everybody involved and on the same page is kind of our, our main goal, I would say. And it's just, a, again, another way to benefit the customer and you know bring everybody together. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the, the best part of utilizing social media. I feel like a lot of people kind of see it as, you know, a detriment in so many ways, but th this is where the benefit comes in, where it starts getting people together. We're starting to share ideas. I know for Pape as a whole, we have a pretty good internal network now that we've started to build up where people from different locations are talking to each other. We're sharing advice, sharing ideas, sharing images, all that good stuff. And really, I think you, you and your location has kind of kickstarted that whole movement because it shows what the benefit is and what exactly can come from it. Speaking to that, as more people are beginning to want to like helm their own for their locations, would you have any advice into starting that and making it either easier or making sure they have some knowledge going into running a page like that? You just got to dive in. If you get an idea, I mean, run with it. Or if you see a special come out, you know, reach out to the marketing team and say, hey, I got this special that's going on. Like right now we have salon mowers that we can sell. I get a, a free poly cart with them. And normally they're like two, almost 300 bucks. So if you buy a lawnmower and you get this 10 P poly cart, I mean, that's a win right there, but we got to get that knowledge out to our customer base. 
We also have some aged mowers that we're selling at like cost or maybe a hundred bucks over cost. I mean, that's all benefiting the customer. So if you come up with an idea or the shop comes up with an idea, I mean, just take it and run with it because you never know what's going to happen. And I doubt anything bad will come of it. You'll just learn and adapt and then apply it next time. Yeah. Throwing stuff to the wall, making it work. That That's kind of our, our whole uh, methodology right now is just trying everything and seeing if it's going to benefit our customer or those that are working at Pape. So kind of going backwards a little bit now, we're going to kind of go take a little deeper dive into a few of the, the first topics that we covered in the videos that we released earlier in April. We wanted to kind of do this because in the videos are, you know, two or three minutes and it's meant to give them a quick guide. But we were hoping to maybe address a few things that people brought up, you know, go over a few things that people had more questions about and that sort of thing. So the first thing that we started off with was the questions that you should have when you come in looking for a tractor. And we kind of started with that, right? Because it's a broad subject. It's something that everybody can kind of jump into and go, yeah, that, that makes sense for me. When I like was working on this with you, my first thought when looking into a tractor, because I've never had to do that before, is it's kind of similar to purchasing a car, right? It's you have to come in, it's a pretty big purchase. You have to compare prices, models, the purchasing methods. It's super complicated. And then with tractors, it comes down to there's so many models. It's all defined by horsepower, lift capacity, size, all that sort of thing. And oftentimes these people are coming in going, well, I just want to move this from point A to point B or my property does this. So what should I use? So kind of speaking to that point, Sawyer, what would you tell a customer that's purchasing a tractor for the first time, like where they should start when they're coming to look for a new piece of equipment? Well, the first thing I would do is I would just check who's the nearest dealer for you. Being able to get service or someone out to your property, or let's say you break down in the next five to 10 years, can you get parts and how quick can you get them? Those are things you need to look at first because everybody wants to be supported, right? The next thing you want to do is you want to come in and you want to drive or at least look at the equipment. When you get further down the line, you're going to purchase it. Please drive it. Um, that's going to make it easiest for you. If you feel comfortable with the machine, there are different transmissions. So coming in and seeing how it works, whether your salesman can drive and show you, you want it to be easy. You want it to be comfortable. And to do that, you can't just be online. You really need to come into the store and see what the departments are about your salesman. You can trust them. If there's a, a general manager or a sales manager on, on the floor, reach out. You know, we like to be known and make sure that you're known because it's a relationship you're building. Yeah. So it sounds like you're saying maybe the biggest point to think about is the service aspect. And maybe that's something people don't consider right off the bat. Speaking to Pappy Machinery now, why would somebody choose you guys or us, I guess, more so than a different dealer? Well, to speak to the service aspect, I think we're up to 21 locations now. So with that, that comes to like $11 million in parts inventory, our parts fill rate. So what that is, is you come order a part and the computer says we have a part on hand and then we go back there and we pull it and it is on hand. That's huge. We have field technicians. I think we're over 60 now. We can have technicians that can come out to your property. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, the big thing is service, parts availability, and then expertise and knowledge of the equipment. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, right? There's so many locations and everybody's trained the same way that it's consistent. And I think a lot of the, the dealerships around here are either they're really small, they can't handle a humongous workload, they don't have the bandwidth to do that sort of thing, or they don't have necessarily the product knowledge, right, to dive into that sort of thing. Not speaking to all of them, but typically, I think we could probably outshine them in those categories. 
kind of jumping back to the general questions then before somebody comes into the store, they've they looked at the, the dealership, they realize the service is great. What are some of the main questions they should come prepared with to help the salesman figure out which tractor is best? A big one that comes in is people don't think about their property in that they need to describe what it kind of looks like. Sometimes as a salesperson, I can leave the store and come out to their property, but it doesn't always work like that. So they need to have an idea of is it hilly or a certain type of terrain or is it marsh or, you know, there's a creek going through it. All this is going to help me or another salesperson determine what type of tire you need. Maybe the type of transmission or lift capacity or just down to horsepower for the implement you're going to use. Knowing your terrain and your size of your property is going to help you determine if you're going to be comfortable with the machine and if it's going to do the work that you need it to do. That makes a lot of sense to me. I, I, in use cases, knowing exactly what you're hoping to do with it, that definitely outlines it. And, you know, it helps you figure out, okay, how does the horsepower apply? How does the lift capacity apply? All that good stuff. <laughs> Lastly here, because I've seen a few things come back on this when running our, our main Pathy accounts and everything, is that some people will say things like, oh, I bought this, but then I realized I needed this. So now I had to go back and do this. So <laughs> do you find that there is a typical thing that customers forget about when they're purchasing a tractor that they then come back to you and go, hey, I need this now that you would recommend them to look into? Besides like our videos and stuff we did on the iMatch and learning how to hook up the equipment, the biggest thing is that people will come back and they'll say, man, I wish I would have listened to you or I wish I would have known and got a bigger tractor. Because sometimes people will buy something, let's say with an acre or two, and then they end up selling the property because the economy is so great. They move into a larger property and now they need a different size tractor. So the idea is when you're buying a tractor is to get something a little bit bigger than what you need because that's going to come out for efficiency of the projects and jobs you're doing, but then also for future use. Yeah. When you're buying something, I feel like it's so easy to just get caught up in. No, this is all I need. I'm not thinking about anything else. The price difference, all that just makes you hone in on one specific model or price point or anything like that. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So funnily enough, we're really quickly going to roll into here. I don't want to keep you too much longer. You got to get back to work there. We're going to talk about the John Deere 1 series. That was another thing that we rolled into our first video, just because it is kind of the introductory tractor. I think I remember you saying it's kind of like the plain Jane model, the one that people can kind of approach as the starting tractor. So quickly, could you just give me a, a rundown of, of the 1 series and the two different models within it? Sure. So the 1 series, you have the 1023E and you have the 1025R. The big difference, and you'll see this across John Deere models, is the last two numbers, so 23 and 25, that's going to be your engine horsepower. That horsepower is what's going to dictate the horsepower for your PTO out the back, where you would hook up drive lines for tillers or rotary cutters or some type of implement work. So when looking at this tractor, it's probably going to be best fitted for someone maybe around one to four acres, somebody that wants to go out, lift up 700 pounds. They have the drive over mid mower deck. So if you want one unit that does your mowing, your tilling, maybe your field work, and also to move sod, rock, or whatnot, it's a great model. The only difference between those two is the horsepower and then a couple other comfort features like a tilt steering wheel and a little nicer seat on the 1025R. Both tractors do have the option of the loader coming off, which is great if you want to do some mowing with the mid belly mower down a hill or on maybe not as even terrain, it's going to be a great choice. 
Awesome. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's introductory. And actually, I had no idea about the last two numbers on there. Man, we worked together on this stuff. And I still had no idea. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so kind of with that, is there any implements or attachments that the one series doesn't work with that somebody might want to know about? A big one with the horsepower change going from 23 to 25. Our post hole diggers work better with the 1025 factor. That PTO horsepower goes from 15 to 18 which, you know, it's only three horsepower, but it makes a big difference when you're running the machine, putting the auger into the ground, trying to drill holes for, you know, post. Both models can take a backhoe, but other than that, I think that's about it. Both could do a fertilizer spreader, box blade, you name it. Cool. So the, basically the standard stuff works just fine. Mm-hmm. So last thing here on this. So you, you kind of mentioned it already about the size aspect of, you know, sometimes you want to choose bigger and, and think ahead since this is the smaller tractor compared to the other series. What are some of the drawbacks then to choosing this? Or are there any outstanding benefits why they, you know, why somebody would choose this tractor over others? Yeah. So a really good example is I had a customer by the name of Ken. He came in to look at equipment and initially he went to another dealer and was like, hey, I need price on this tractor. And to me, that's a red flag because he's coming in. He's been told what tractor to ask for a price on, which it's great. I mean, I can just give him a price, but I need to make sure that that's the right tractor for his property. And he just talked to me about how he needs to get a mower. He needs to do some box grading. He needs a tractor that can lift X amount of pounds. So we were looking into it and the model that he was sent in to get priced wasn't even the right model. He actually could save money by going to a smaller model, which we ended up on the 1025. Got a tractor, loader, mid mower deck, and a box blade. He was told to come in and get a three series, which you can't even get a mid mower on, on the 3E. And he just to get a tractor, loader, and a box blade, which wasn't going to fit his budget or the jobs he was trying to tackle. It's a good thing that he transitioned over to you then and gave you those use cases. and. That helps, you know, solve exactly which type of tractor would work for him. That's definitely a testament to, you know, coming in with your property, the jobs and kind of your price range and what you're hoping to hit. So we can try to tick those boxes for you and, and make it really simple as to which thing works best. And then you don't end up getting into something that's totally either outside your price range or doesn't do what you're hoping it will do. Well, I don't want to take you know any more time out of your day here, Sawyer. So I want to thank you for joining me and listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that this conversation today gave some insight into what we hope to do with this series. If you want to know more about the topics we covered today, be sure to check out the Toolkit video series on the Papping Machinery Agriculture and Turf YouTube channel, and also our blog at pappingmachinery.com, where we covered questions they asked when buying a tractor and the One Series family of tractors. If you have any additional questions on these topics, be sure to leave a comment and let us know exactly what you'd like to hear about next. I'm Sawyer, do you want to kind of tell us where people can find you? Yeah, you guys can reach out to me at the Pape Machinery Ag and Turf Donald location, south of Wilsonville, probably 15 minutes. You can also call the store 503-678-3200 and ask for me specifically or another gentleman by the name of Harold. We're happy to help you. All right. So if people want to find you online, Sawyer, where should they be looking for you? Yeah, if you guys wanted to check out our Instagram, Donald. They also have our Facebook, which is P-A-P-E, and then Aurora. Yeah, and Sawyer's always posting stuff, showing what customers are up to, putting the latest deals up and everything. We have have that mower deal going on. Do you want to plug that again real quick, Sawyer? Kind of let people know what's going on through July. Yeah, so going on through July with a couple of specials, if you were to purchase an X3 
100 Series X5 or an X7 100 Series lawnmower. We're doing that special for the 10P Polycart, which is about a two, almost $300 Polycart with the purchase of the X3, 5, or 7 model tractor. Like Cody said, that'll be going through July. Fantastic. Yeah. And we always got good deals on, you know, going on throughout the, the year. So we'll make sure to keep plugging you guys into what's going on with the Ag and Turf side. Fantastic. That's the first show here. Thank you for uh, sticking around with us. I know it's a little rougher right off the bat. Hopefully we'll just keep, you know, ironing out the kinks as we go, but I think it went pretty well. So Sawyer, thanks for joining me, man. It was, it was great chatting with you. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. We'll see you guys next time. Toolkit Radio is part of the Toolkit Media Series and recorded at the Pape Corporate Headquarters in the illustrious Marketing Conference Room. You can catch the weekly Toolkit video series on the Pape Machinery YouTube channel and can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Pape Group and online at papemachinery.com. If you have a question or topic you'd like to see covered in this podcast, our YouTube series, or in our blog, The Toolkit Manual, Leave a comment, message us on the Pape Group Facebook page, or email us at pcmarketing at pape.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, leave us a review, share it with your friends, and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast service to be notified when the next episode goes live. If anything we chatted about today has you interested in purchasing or servicing a piece of John Deere, Honda, or steel equipment, call or visit your local Pape Machinery location, which you can find your nearest one at papemachinery.com. As Sawyer mentioned before, we have a deal going on right now where if you purchase an X3, X5, or X7 lawn tractor, you can receive a free John Deere 10P polycart. For more information on that, be sure to contact your nearest Pappy Machinery location. I'm Cody Worth, and you've been listening to Toolkit Radio. I hope that we've provided you with a bit of insight and a few extra tools to help keep you moving. We'll see you next time.